Oh, welcome back to Trot's Life. We are in another APG special. <laughs> this one with an eye to the Sydney sales on the weekend. And David Mikulov joins us. David, firstly, mate, how are you and whereabouts are you today? Yeah, we're in um, young New South Wales and uh, we're at a place called Monteagle, which is just 10Ks out of um, Young itself. And we've got a bit over a 50 acre property here and um, we train a few and do a bit of breeding here. And for some time too, mate, right back to the 90s, uh, I, there might have been horses before Dollars for Dot, but it looks like Dollars for Dot was really the horse that kicked you off in harness racing. Yeah, Dave, we've been in um, harness racing all our life um, on the R57 and got my licence at 15 and we've been in the game all our entire time and uh, done my racing around Harold Park and that and had a bit of success, won a few New South Wales junior driver titles in my time and yeah, yeah. Uh, mum and dad decided to um, sell out and uh, retire and yeah, land around Sydney was very expensive at the time and we decided to moved to Young um, so we could concentrate on, one, still racing a few horses and raising a family and um, and breeding horses and, as well, you know? Yeah, yeah. So back in the 80s when you were a concession driver, <laughs> the opportunities, I think, would have been a lot less than what, say, Blake's got at the moment. Yes, well, Blake's been very success- successful in the Riverina. He's been the leading junior driver here for the last three years, but... Um, when I tried to explain to him when we were driving um, in my time was coming through driving at Harold Park against David Aiken and Johnny Binskin and all those people that we didn't yeah. even have a junior driver claim so um, he couldn't uh, he couldn't find it thought it was very strange that in my time as a junior driver the only driver's fees were if you were lucky enough to be at Harold Park and get and maybe get a sling along the way. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, um, racing's changed a lot in the time that we've been in it, and they certainly do a lot to look after junior drivers now. And I think a lot of junior drivers should be very appreciative of the trainers that mm. they have putting them on horses um, and giving them the opportunities they're getting. I think it's important they get the opportunities. We'll eat, we'll eat in a one off the back of that. Blake's got one. I think it's bred by Luke and seems like it's Blake's horse now out of a mare called Our Apache Miss. And i got a funny feeling it's a pretty special little horse, a little mare to, to Blake and to the family. Yeah, it's, it's Blake's first horse. My dad bought it for him. It was a little roan filly at Bathurst Sales and Our Apache Miss. And my dad bought it there for him because she was a roan and had colour and Blake was, oh, I still didn't even have a trotting licence at the time, but... Um, we bought that. And that was his first sort of real horse that he had of his own. Um, she went on to win four races, and um, Blake got pretty lucky. He bred his first foal by Huntsville out of our Apache Miss, which was called Smooth Buzz. Um, took it to Bathurst Sales, and he, he topped the sales at his first sale at Bathurst. So he got a pretty good start to the breeding industry. <laughs> Yeah, his late great mate Nick Dewar, who drove her a couple of times, might have been behind that upstairs, mate. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Still a sad thing um, with mm. Nick, but um, yeah, life goes on. But um, yeah, no, that was sad to lose Nick. But um, yeah, hopefully, um, yeah, he knew the horse as well. So we sell us uh, an actual half sister to um, Smooth Buzz this week at the sales, and she's actually a really pretty rain filly. So. 
hopefully she has a bit of interest and sells well too this, this time round. She's by American Ideal. You've got two American Ideal fillies there, one for Reese McGuire as well. Yeah, yeah, she's a nice filly as well. She's out of a very good um, American mare that yeah. was 149 and won 600,000. So uh, they're two bit different fillies. The rain filly's quite big and the, the other little American Ideal fillies are a nice filly, but you know, not as high as the other one. And um, But certainly both out of really good mares. Now there's uh, three, four, five, four others for you, and yep. t- tell us a bit about them. And some, a lot of these you didn't race yourself, so are you acquiring acquiring these mares with just the purpose to breed from a mares like Barbie McGregor and uh, Millwood Meg, for example? I know she's not one of yours. Pin Up Pony and and Tact Bess. Yeah, we bought those three mares for the purpose of. Um... Uh, to, to breed from. Um, they're all out of really good Kiwi families. Mm. Um, Tack Best, for instance, we bought from Amanda Turnbull after she finished racing. Um, uh, she's a very well-bred mare. She's a half-sister to eight winners herself. Yeah. And we sell her first foal this year by uh, Art Major. And um, like as I said, she's done a great job on the racetrack, so we're hoping that it creates a bit of interest because Tack Best's full uh, half-sister uh, is the mother of Tactate, who done a really good job. So yeah, it's a really good it's a really good family. So um, being by Art Major, we're hoping that you know he has a bit of interest in him at the sales. Certainly does. And the Barbie McGregor one by down by the seaside, a colt. Yeah, again we um, we looked at her breeding. She's a Barbie McGregor's a half sister, I think, to uh, nine foals, nine winners. So. Yeah. And she done a really good job in in uh, Melbourne. She went fifty four down there herself. She just won just under fifty thousand, and we bought her for the same reason, just on breeding. And um, she's got her first foal by down by the seaside. He's a colt. Um, he looks really well. Very happy with him. And um, same thing, just real good, strong families. And hopefully that um, is what we need to to have the people there to have interest in selling them. I like how you got the mayor Shalondra as well. I think that's how you say it. It's a uh, she's effectively a sister to Bowtied out of Tasmania. You raced her for a little bit, but clearly uh, the breeding was the reason you bought her. Yeah, same thing. I always like um, breeding horses, and I um, try to um, give most of my mares, you know, at least three to four foals. And if I'm not happy with them, move them on and replace them with better horses. So I've just got to the stage now where we've got. Where we have got some really nice mares. I think Chalandra's had four to go to the races so far, all four winners. Um, as you said, she's a half sister to Bowtide, and the colt that sells on her this week is a really uh, people that have been on the website and had a look at him. He's a he's a really eye catching colt. He's by Stay Hungry. Um, Stay Hungry's already off to a good start in Australia. There was a Gloucester Park winner last week by him that went yeah. 155 at his first race start. Yeah. Um, so he's done a great job too in a, in America. They tell me that he was a lovely-looking horse himself and this colt really um, is an eye-catching sort of colt and I, I just hope he, um, yeah, he, he should sell well. Normally the family sells pretty good because the family, well, as you know, sells themselves. It's a, quite a strong family. I think there's nearly $4 million on the page in prize money on what this family's won. And, you know, I think he should sell well. 
You got two always be Mickey's there, Colts, one for Reese McGuire and one for Advanced Standardbreds. And uh, one, the one mare, Covert Beauty, won 14 races and 100 grand. And Millwood Meg, well, she won a WA, WA Oaks and 336,000, both really well bred Colts. Yeah, yeah, very well bred. Sue Valentine bought that mare um, for the reason to get a, uh, hopefully to get a filly out of her. Yeah. I think he's bred two out of her so far. She's got two colts. Murphy's Law. So um, that's why he's there to be sold. Um, as you said, he's out of an, uh, a Perth Oaks winner and Queensland Oaks winner. Mm. The mare herself's gone 53. She's won 300,000. She's left a 52 winner herself. And yeah. he's a really nice big. Um, always be Mickey Colt. Um, so I would expect him to to have a fair bit of interest there, like most of my lots um, this year round. I, I think there are quite a strong families in nearly all the lots we're producing to sell. So, um, yeah, he, he should create a bit of interest, I think. Speaking of strong families, mate, you don't do this by yourself, do you? No, no, we um, <laughs> we don't. We, we've been in it all our lives, and I've always... Um, I uh, look to look at uh, mares that are, you know, either strong families themselves or done a good job. And it's like anything, when you want to sell something, um, you can do the best you can to prepare them and, and looking well. But um, the page in front of you is what helps sell them. And that's why we, um, I, I do replace mares, you know, a bit and always on the lookout for a better mare. And I think if you've got strong families, it, it's, a, it's a huge help when it comes time to selling them. Yeah, you keep the mare, but you can choose the stallion every year, if that makes sense. You can chop and change your stallion easily, but the mare's the mare, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly right. And I like to swap my stallions around a little bit, and I like to go to, you know, stallions that are, you know, it's nice to be able to use a Captain Treacherous or a Better's Delight, but they're a lot of money, and you tie a lot of money up in mm. the breeding game for a long time before you can get your money back. Um, so, you know, I, I like to sort of use new sides that are coming along that have done a good job on the racetrack and, um, and uh, like, you know, look like they might do the job and you take the punt and, and yeah, hopefully. But the, the ones we've sort of got to sell this year, the buy horses are doing a pretty good job. Uh, I think they always be Mickey's as, as his foals get a bit older, they seems to be getting more and more winners. So that's a, probably a, another little um, good step for him too. Busy day uh, for you with the sales. You've got eight lots to go through and you'll be constant throughout the day, but everyone will be able to find you. Whereabouts will you be? Do you know exactly what barn, etc.? cetera? Uh, I do, but off the top of my head, I'm not sure. But oh, we're going to go down on, we're going to go down Thursday and um, the horses will be there for people to look at Friday and Saturday. Um, so people have got plenty of time to have a look at them. And um, yeah, hopefully uh, over those two days before, the sale on Sunday, they've had the chance to have a look at them and, and see what they like, you know. Stable J53, one of them is. So head to Stable Area J, I suppose. You'll find them all there. David, thank you so much for joining us and uh, say g'day to Smooth Buzz for me. Will do, mate. Thanks very much, Davey, for your time.